Lean's doing her makeup. She's got to look good for the podcast. I'm so tired, you guys. <laughs> Welcome to residency. Eight days, 12 hours. You guys, days. we're almost done with intern year. I know, but Crazy it feels like a long time. Stuff. <laughs> so how have we been doing this cold open? We just kind of talk and then, you know, things happen. And kind of already did it. You weren't paying attention. You just join the conversation and then lead it. <laughs> so the problem with everything... <laughs> <laughs> it should be our podcast name bundle of hers the problem with everything <laughs> the problem with everything let me tell you honey oh my god we should that should be like our season five bottom caption okay we're changing stumbling gracefully to the problem with everything <laughs> we've stumbled we've gotten our bruises and now we're mad mad about everything <laughs> <laughs> so funny okay Welcome back, everyone, to our episode here on Collective Power and Labor. I hope that you guys listened to our first two parts where we discussed various aspects of what's going on in the world currently with the biggest movements now. In this episode, though, we're going to be talking about what I think is the drive behind it all. It's the drive that can either make or break these situations. And I think it's something that a lot of people shy away from, and that's politics. Hell yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, it, I think it is a very, you know, we're always taught never talk about politics, especially like in residency interviews and these things. But the point being, because it causes conflict, it causes conflict and you're targeting people with power, right? I think right. that's the key. And I think, you know, growing up as an immigrant in the United States, that was kind of the theme behind our families. Don't talk politics or else you won't make it in life. People will tear you down. Just nodding your head and letting people say whatever they want to say, because at the end of the day, what matters is that you make a living. And I think that just perpetrates the whole entire theme of what we've been talking about. Because it's that awareness. It's the political awareness that we're not taught to have. You know, it's so interesting because this summer I was having a conversation with a friend that like my whole life I didn't I wasn't interested in quote unquote politics. Like I didn't know how the government, I didn't care how the government functioned. I just wanted to learn my biology and my science and my medicine and go to medical school and then become a doctor. But then when I was learning different things and moving forward and growing older, I was like, oh shoot, there's like a lot of stuff going on. People are getting killed. You know, there's capitalism, there's oppression, there's manifest destiny. Like I'm hearing all these words and I was like, what is the tie of all of these? And it's really, everything is tied back to politics. But it's something that we're taught not to talk about. We all kind of know it's important. And we are also all supposed to prescribe to politics, right? Like we're supposed to support the president. Oh, this is our governor and this is our mayor. Oh, and like, let's celebrate this day and this holiday. And I'm like, oh my God, everything's tied to government and politics. And I wasn't supposed to know this. And I think it goes even further than that. It's not just a government idealism, what politics is, right? You can have politics within a company, politics within a friend group, politics within whatever system you're in, right? But at the end of the day, I think what even ties politics to that is money. It's whether you're making the capital gains that you need in order to stay on top. I think, Lean, it's really important that you brought up this point because we are also taught about politics through a singular lens. And that lens is to teach us to ascribe to politics that help the people in power, right? So then indirectly, we have that same ideology because that's what we're taught. But we, there are so many different ideologies out there. And that's exactly how we become socialized to keep the systems in place that oppress us is because we're taught this from day one, right? Through school and through our socialization. 
going back to like the labor movements that we were talking about, they're inherently connected to politics, like the government who regulated the Mundis and our own government that regulates trade with other countries for the garment trade and for fabric and all these goods that we consume. Governments are regulating. And like you said, Lean, we're taught that we have voice through our government. But A, if we're not aware and these things are not transparent to us that these regulations are happening, then we don't have a voice to change it. And unless you like actively seek it out to make change, you can't. Right. And then once if you like say we do recognize that labor laws and trade laws are not fair and unjust and oppressive. What voice do we have to change the government powers? Forget like labor laws and, you know, all these topics we were talking about, right? Like of supply. Even our work as doctors is seen as a product. Yeah. And even if you think of like all these laws around healthcare, who gets what type of healthcare, also, what kind of procedures are allowed and what kind of procedures are not allowed? They are political. And I laugh at this because I think a lot of the times people will be like, why is everything getting so tied up into politics? It's just an issue. It's like a human issue, right? What I'm trying to say is everything is tainted. And you cannot just see an issue as a singular issue. So whenever I'm in any space, especially in the hospital, and people are like, oh, this is not a political issue. And it's like, yes, I also too wish this wasn't a political issue, but it is one. So now what? By saying it's not political is actually, in my mind, a stance for the status quo, because that means you're comfortable with what is currently regulated by the current political system. Because it has no pressure on you, you get to say it's not political, even though it really inherently is. Yeah, it's political. And also, Margot, I was just thinking about this. Do you all remember when we started medical school? During that time, there was an election going on. That year was a shit show, okay? And that year impacted my mental health. And now you're saying politics has nothing to do with my life. The personal is the political is one of the best quotes I've ever heard in my life because the personal is the political. You just breathing on this earth, you're a political being because we live in a world that is a part of a system, right? And us saying that, oh, we don't want to be a part of politics. I don't care about politics. I'm just here doing my work. But it's like, no. You cannot ever be separate from them. And I think that's one conversation we need to have more in medicine. I used to always think like, what makes it so that one person who all of a sudden has the power to deem some people worthy of living a comfortable life and other people not, or some people existing and other people not. And I always wonder like, why do humans do this to themselves? You know, why do we let each other stand on a pedestal and give them that power to be able to deem who's right, who's wrong, who lives, who doesn't, right? It's such a psychotic idea. I don't know why we do it to ourselves, but it's like so embedded in everything we do. The politicians who speak on global issues, do they really know anything about the global countries they're talking about or affecting? They don't know anything about them, right? They don't live those lives. Right, exactly. And I think it's just so crazy that someone so separated, so far away from everything per se, has so much power on it. That goes from whether they're protecting the companies that allow this, you know, labor camps to go on, 
or they are like giving them excuses to allow them to continue to work, whatever it is, whatever it is. It's like it's absolutely insane in my mind. Like I said, I kind of started thinking a lot about this last year. So there's so much that I need to learn. There's so many things that I don't understand about politics, but I know that me just being a part of this country, actually working I am a political being and I want to be as informed as possible. And I think that will allow me to be a part of a collective power for our people. Right. And I think that another interesting thought I just had is like all of us are taught to be a part of leadership. We are taught to oppress people, right? And we're taught to be like, this is our leadership style and this is how things should happen. This is how you should brand yourself. Yeah, exactly. This is how you should brand yourself. Like even that term branding, one, you're saying, let's keep politics out of it, but you're telling me to brand myself. But you're going to be a product for us always as well. Exactly. And I think this is where I want to say everything is connected with everything else. Again, it's very important for us to know that what we consume is tied to politics. And that is both an overwhelming thought. But also for me, once I realize that it's also a humbling thought, because that means when I do work for my people or the love for my people comes above the gain that I will get, it also means that even my smallest action is a part of advocacy. And that has always been a thought for me that makes me keep on wanting to go forth. And I think that's the key to overcoming, you know, the system. But at the same time, be wary that the system will use those emotions and that awareness to also get gain. Oh, definitely. Like that's us talking about tokenism, right? Right. Like so we know Nike, for example, has been criticized since the 70s for their child labor um, and sweatshops and unjust um, practices of their supply chain. And yet they have succeeded through all those years, through that critique. They have come above because, again, they have political power, political capital, and they still market and brand themselves as now like an advocacy company, right, who is donating so much money to this program and supporting this person and sponsoring this person. All the while, it's a front for the um, political injustices that they're using to keep their supplies cheap and hide the supply chain. And that's just one example of many. So I think you beautifully said it, Harjeet, that even a little action from us together collectively can be very powerful. As we've seen that with the labor movement of garment workers and the labor movement of farm workers in India. Like all these movements just show how much love there is when we're together and how love is directly power. If that's how you can see it, if you can see it that way, you know? Exactly. Um, So Thank you for tuning in. I know it's kind of a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it is a lot. These are a lot of heavy topics. And I think even for us, um, this is our very first conversation on understanding of politics. I'm pretty sure we'll continue this conversation. It probably took us a long time to talk about this, too, because we're also taught to be afraid of our knowledge. So I hope you will remember you are powerful in the things that you know, and there'll be a lot of mind traps and illusions set up for you because that's just the way things are. But we have a mind and we have a brain and we have the capacity to think critically. Yes. Like we always say, think critically, (laughs) question everything, even us. 
So with that, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you check out our next topic um, on Bundle of Hers. And we're available. Um, oh my God. I literally, you guys. <laughs> no, it's okay. End it. You oh can end God. it. Okay, I believe okay. in you. Please help us continue the conversation. We'd love to hear what you have to say at Bundle of Hers on Instagram or check our podcast out on any platform that they're already listening. So I think they know. <laughs> Chloe, I'm a mess. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Bundle of Hers. We hope that you will move forward thinking critically about the products that you consume, the food that you're eating, and um, check us out at Bundle of Hers on Instagram or at bundleofhers.com where you can download our podcast. Until next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>